Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's me, your host, Tiffany Moore. Um, Really quickly here, I wanted to debut something very special, very close to my heart. Um, In honor of resurrecting this podcast, I have, in fact, made a theme song for for the podcast, and I would like to debut that now. This is something that you're lovely ear holes are going to be able to experience every time I put a new episode out now. Um, you know, it's not, it's not 2015 anymore. We can't put copyrighted music on our episodes or all Spotify takes them down. So we had to be a legit podcast. Now we had to make a real, and if I can say myself, really great theme song, uh, for the podcast. So, I'd like to debut that now, and uh, then we'll get on with the regular episode, but just something for you to look forward to every single time that you hear this podcast. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, the More Than You Can Chew theme song. You're welcome. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know how we do. Oh, oh, this is More Than You Can Chew. I made a theme song I've creamed with jeans on I'm the original Don Juan I made a theme song I made a theme song I'm wearing a green thong I exploded a time bomb I made a theme song I made a theme song I named my cat Dong Put an egg on my ramen I made a theme song I fucking made a theme song Didn't plan it to be this long Turns out everything rhymes with song I made a theme song I made a theme song Swallowed my long johns These lyrics are mad strong I fucking made a theme song Oh my god, um, I say this with all earnesty and, and the humility in the world. I I can hear all of you cracking up in my head, um, applauding me, and I just really appreciate that. I put a lot of work into this song. It took me at least 10 minutes to do, and um, no, it's probably more like 20 minutes, but either way, I did this all myself. Um, believe it or not, (laughs) clearly I'm more musically inclined than I even realized. Um, maybe this could be a new side project for me. Who knows? The world is my oyster, but I, I just want to tell you, I, 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 I acknowledge everything I'm hearing in my head from all of you glorious people. And I really appreciate your support and how much you guys love it. I mean, I didn't realize you would be so ecstatic, but... I really, really appreciate it. All right, so on with the show. Now that we've gotten the the uh, real juicy part out of the way. So, I started a social experiment um, <laughs> on Tinder, of all places. Shocker. Tinder is my favorite thing ever. If I could only have one form of social media, it would be Tinder. Um, It's just the place to go if you want straightforward, 
<laughs> no bullshit. I mean, you're, you're going to have your bullshit, but um, it's just endlessly fascinating, endlessly entertaining. So I did this social experiment. Okay, so the premise of this particular social experiment was I wanted to just have normal conversation with men. Like I wanted to just see what kind of conversations I could get into on Tinder specifically. Because Tinder's kind of known as like, you're just going there for a hookup. Um, my intention was not to just fuck with men. It was literally to see like what kind of conversation men are actually trying to have because there are men who are just like lost and looking for something, you know, like just looking for something, either some form of communication from a woman or just like, I don't know, people are looking for so many different things. So I set up this profile it has my name, my age, my actual name, my actual age, no bio, and one just really dark, dimly lit picture of my forearm. And you can kind of see my jawline, but it's so dark, it's like just a silhouette and nothing else. You can't see any other part of my body. You can just see my forearm and my jawline. And I've been doing it for about two weeks now and Every day the plan was just to swipe right on every single guy. So I think Tinder kind of maxes out at 75 right swipes. Like if you're not paying for it, I want to say it's like 50 or 75 right swipes every day. So I would like hit my limit and then, you know, the next day I would hit the limit again. And men do this all the time. They're just like, a lot of men on this app are just swiping right and then they're filtering through the women that actually swiped right on them too and matched with them. So before you get your panties in a bunch, relax. It's a social experiment. And I'm not, it's not like I'm putting up a catfish profile to try and actually have relationships with these people. Like what can you really expect from a dimly lit picture and no bio? Like, let's get real. So, I swiped right on all these guys and like <laughs> the amount of men who swiped right on my like insanely just creepy and discreet profile was kind of alarming to me. Um, so the last tally I did, I had over a thousand matches in two weeks and out of that, about half of the people messaged me. So my Tinder's so bogged down, like I can barely, <laughs> like, it, I can't even turn the notifications on because it's so overwhelming. But it was a gradual process. Like you're getting, you know, those 50 right swipes every day. So it was like over two weeks, I've accumulated all of these matches and stuff. And... I didn't message anyone first. I let them message me. And the overwhelming response was kind of like, they thought it was gonna be an easy lay, you know, like this will be an easy hookup. Like it's very discreet, you know, 
she is married or something or like I had some kind of secret. Little did I know this was so enticing and appealing to men. And it's just been really fascinating. I mean, out of the like 600 messages or whatever, I would say about 500 of them are just like, hi, hey, hey, you know, and my biggest tip to men on dating apps, and you're probably sick of hearing this, but it's just like, say something clever, say something clever, because yes, I'm doing this social experiment, but most women are bogged down with messages that are just like, hi, hey, and it's like nothing is distinguishing you from the other like heap of messages that say that. So if I can give any advice to men, have something clever, have something witty, don't I always say like, don't comment on their looks. Like throwing something out there like, hey, beautiful, or oh my God, you look so gorgeous. It's just like women automatically think like, you're just saying that to everybody and you probably are, but like women catch on to those things. And it's just like, I would rather have you say something really weird and throw me off. And that's what's gonna like attract my attention. And I'm not speaking for all women because I know I'm kind of a weirdo, but I'm just saying like in general, try to throw a little, like put a little more effort into it than hi, hey. And I also know that these people are just probably trying to bone. So they're not putting a lot of effort into this, but um, going into this, another part of it was like, I want to attract a relationship that I've never experienced before. And I have a lot of confidence in myself at this point, but I don't feel that I have the, what's the word? I don't, I don't know if I have, I've never, I've never led with, you know, small talk, if we can say that. Um, I have always felt like the only way to get a man's attention is to be sexual and, you know, put out there that you're this really laid back chick and like make things easy for the man. That's always been kind of like ingrained in me. And now I'm at this point in my life where like, I don't need validation from a man but I'm curious to experience men in a way that I never have before. So instead of having like situationships or just kind of like mindless hookups or one night stands or like even I've had long relationships where I had sex on, you know, the first day or something or, or did something sexual on the first day. And I'm not saying like that's a bad thing or like, not not trying to like at all tell anybody what to do. I'm just saying like for me, I'm at a point now where I want to see where, what can develop from an open dialogue of communication that isn't based around sex. And God damn it, I know it's Tinder, but I knew it had to exist somewhere, somewhere in the ether of this you know, 1200 matches or whatever it is, somewhere there had to be at least one person 
who was interested in just having a conversation. So, <laughs> as you can imagine, the messages were got extremely entertaining. Entertaining, like if you're <laughs> if your opening line is, "Are you looking to get your ass ate?" I'm gonna fuck with you. Like you're just you're setting up such a beautiful scenario for me to just fuck with you. So I just fucked with a lot of guys because. What do you expect with that? <laughs> with like an opening like that? Of course, I'm going to fuck with you. Like, it's just necessary. But then there were guys who like, you could tell, just really didn't know how to have a conversation. Like, just didn't understand the back and forth. Didn't understand boundaries. Just didn't understand like, how to talk to women is basically, you know, the whole crux of this experiment and just seeing like, is there a man out there who actually knows how to talk to a woman? So I understand also that like, I heard this thing the other day that was like, um, Porsche. Is that how you say it? Is it Porsche? I don't know. The really fancy cars, Lamborghinis, don't advertise to people through commercials on television because they know that's not their market. They advertise in, you know, other ways. So it's kind of the same with Tinder. Like, if you go on Tinder, you have to expect that there's kind of like a certain... Um, overall, there's going to be a certain type of audience that you find there. And, you know, it's not the Lamborghini audience. We'll put it that way. Um, so... I had a lot of fun with it. Like, obviously a lot of people like just message me, I can't see you. And I put the John Cena gift to you so many times and that was so much fun. But one specifically really was just like, <laughs> I'm gonna read this because <laughs> it was just so amazing. Let me pull the whole thing up, hold on. Okay, so it starts innocently enough. Um, at midnight, he messages me. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? I don't respond because I'm bogged down by messages. And then again, at 10.45 a.m., he throws in, would love to eat your ass. Um, I reply, be more specific. Uh, so then he goes on this whole diatribe, which I'm going to read to you now. He says, I'd love to take your pants off, throw you down on the bed, kissing your whole body as I tease you with my fingers, running them between your thighs. Once your pretty pussy is nice and wet, I slide your panties off and have you sit on my face. As I'm, as I'm licking and sucking your pussy and clit, I'm rubbing your asshole with my finger, getting it warmed up for my tongue to tongue fuck your asshole. Second paragraph, until you come all over my face, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Then I pull out my cock and you start slurping on it aggressively until you say, bend me over and take my holes to pound down. <laughs> okay, I forgot about that. Um, begging to be filled full of cum. Next paragraph, that sound good to you? Fuck, now I really want to taste your asshole and have you smear it all over my face. He he, two purple devil emojis. I have such a problem with grown men saying hee hee. I'll get into that. 
And I reply, are you cool with someone who has a lot of hair on their ass? Asking for a friend. He says, I don't mind at all. Double, double emoji. And then leaves his phone number and says, if you want to send some dirty pics to see each other and you can see what I have to offer, hee hee. And I say, okay, get ready for some hairy ass and a few boils on there too, but they don't get too bad unless you push on them. You will barely notice, so I've been told. And he says, so hot, thinking of your hairy asshole rubbing all over my face, exclamation point, exclamation point. I don't mind at all. I just love how you enjoy your asshole played with. And I said, I know, I'm so glad you like it so much. Sometimes guys just want to rub my huge boobs. And I'm like, hey, where's all the ass play, fella? And then he replies, I like it a lot. I'm obsessed with ass. I just want you to smear it all over my face. Mmm, I'll be all over your boobs, pussy and ass. I want to stretch your pussy and asshole with my big cock, exclamation point, exclamation point. Can you send me some pics of yourself? You obviously only have the one on your profile. I want to see that airy, I want to see that hairy asshole, hee hee. So then I don't respond. And then like nine hours later, he said, where did you go, sexy lady? And that, that's the end of that conversation. So look, I'm, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. Um, I'm just providing an example of the kind of conversation you can have on Tinder with very limited input on your own. These are the very easy to get into these types of conversations. And this is what <laughs> a lot of men want to talk about is just like ass play. So, like I said, I'm not, I'm not like, not dogging on it. I'm just saying, like, not shaming it. I'm just saying, this is just the example of a lot of the messages that were happening. Um, out of sheer curiosity on my end. So, like I said, mostly it's just like, there's something mysterious about you. Oh, are you a burn victim? You know, like a lot of guys were really into playing into this story of like, I, oh, I think I see a scar on your arm. Are you deformed in some way? You know what I mean? I guess that's like, I, I don't know. I, I guess that makes you like more attractive or something. Um, for the more like preppy looking jock guys, whatever they would send to me, I would just say like, oh my God, I'm really into bi guys. And you know, do like the hard eye emoji to them. And a lot of times they just wouldn't respond, but sometimes I could actually sway like a totally hetero guy to be like, well, just have a threesome with me and another guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily gay. Like, I really like to see the other guy get fucked, you know, but you don't have to do that. And like, I could actually convince a lot of guys. And that just proves to me so many guys are into like, not necessarily into it, but like are more willing to experiment with, you know, being bi or doing things along those lines in the general sense of having a good time and like getting off. Um, so that was kind of interesting. And like I said, it's not like to shame anybody. It's just like to open you up to like these experiences you hadn't really thought about. And it's just like, yeah, it's not really that fucking crazy. It's not that weird. Like, it's just society telling you that that's fucked up to do. And 
society isn't really telling you that so much anymore. So like, let someone put a finger in your ass. Like, I don't know, suck a dick if you want to. Who gives a shit? But I did start getting, you know, after so many messages, I was just getting bored with any of the hi, hello, how's it going? You know, just starting like that. Um, so I would just be like, I fought a turkey last night. I don't know what's going on with me lately. Or (laughs) I would say like, I'm married with 13 kids. Like I just started making up all of this, these weird things to like start a conversation with people and just kind of see like how far I could go with it before they brought in sex. And clearly it's not, (laughs) not very far, but finally... Finally, finally, and like, so another reason in doing this was part of this, um, like I talked about in the last episode, so much of uh, getting into the things that you desire in life is just um, embodying this kind of delusional mind state of it's already happening, I, I, I'm already like in this space, like, and just taking the steps it takes to, like, make you feel like you are already living the life you want or have these desires that you want coming in. Like, it's about embodying this feeling. It's the same as, like, it's the same as expecting bad things are going to happen to you. It takes the same amount of energy to think that something bad is going to happen to you as it is to think that something really great is going to happen for you. It's the same amount of energy. It's the same exact thing. It's the same exact... You're putting faith in the fact that, like, bad things happen to you because that's how you've allowed yourself to perceive your life. And it's just, like, the more you keep telling yourself, oh, bad things always happen to me. I just have the worst luck. You know, it's it's just it's just me. Like, bad things always happen to me. Well, yeah, like, bad things are always going to fucking happen to you. But if you flip that and every day you're just like, something good is going to happen for me today. It takes the same amount of energy and you'll start slowly noticing good things that are happening in your life that you normally take for granted. It's just like, it's the same exact thing you're doing now. It's just you think you have all of this evidence to prove that you telling yourself all of these bad things are happening to you. You think you have all of this proof, but it's just because you've been forcing your mind to notice those things. If you force your mind to notice the good things that happen to you every day, you'll start noticing more and more and more every day. Like it's just the same thing, except people choose not to believe that good things can happen for them because like that's ingrained in us. So it's not, it's not like you're a bad person and things just happen, shitty things happen to you all the time. It's because you've trained your mind to believe that, like just train your mind the other, the other way. But I had to really, like, I've been out of the whole, you know, dating scene and I haven't been with anyone, you know, for almost a year now. And I was just like, I don't know how to talk to men. I really, that's something I struggle with. And like, I'm not even, I I know it comes off like a joke, but I'm not making fun of these men. And that was something I really learned in this was just like, I give men shit for, you know, sending me these high messages and that's it. 
And it's just like, well, I don't know that I would do any better if I was making the first move. You know what I mean? Like I would probably try to say something clever, you know, the first time. But if I'm constantly sending out something clever and that's not even getting a response, I'm probably just going to be like, you know, whatever sticks to the wall. And at some point, if no one keeps responding to me, yeah, I guess maybe I would probably just put out these like lame high messages, you know, like, hey. So that was kind of eye-opening for me too, because as a woman, I'm used to getting the first message. Like, I don't have to message. I'm, I'm getting the messages, the first messages. And so I was just like, I'm not giving anyone shit. I'm not like shaming anybody, but it's just like, Like the main point was to try to have this really discreet profile and find men that would want to have a conversation with me that could keep going without knowing what I look like, without any kind of like promise of a sexual encounter. I just wanted to see if any men could like carry on a conversation and through it, I really learned, like, I don't really fucking know how to, like, have conversations with men because I am so used to being the person who gets sexual, like, pretty quickly in a conversation to avoid, I don't even know if it's to avoid, but just because I know I, I like deep conversation and I like really finding out about people and figuring them out. But at the same time, like, it's so ingrained in me as a woman, especially like with fucking daddy issues, just like all men care about our sex. All men care about is sex. And it's just like, you know, if you don't, I don't know, I'm just fucked up. But I have overcome that now to the point of like, I'm not just doing this to see necessarily it, it did start out to just see like if any man would carry on a conversation with me but as I did it I was just like okay I'm really not this fucking great at this either so like I can't give anyone shit because this is fucking hard to do um but also what I wasn't expecting was coming from it from the instinct of like the intention was, this is an experiment. I expect absolutely nothing. I have zero expectations. I don't know what is going to happen. This is, I'm going into this completely blind and just out of sheer curiosity for myself. I want to see what will happen. And having that mindset and every time I check this, I have like, so many unread messages of guys who want to talk to me. What I didn't expect was for this over time to really boost my confidence in this weird way of like, not to get cocky or egotistical, but it was just like, it, it in this way solidified in my mind that like, I'm worthy of something you know what I mean in this weird way like even if the messages didn't lead to anything even if I wasn't interested in 
any of the men who were messaging me or matching with me, it still created this delusion within my mind that like I'm a fucking hot commodity, you know what I mean? And because of the fact that I didn't have any attachment to any kind of outcome, I could completely like disassociate myself from feeding my ego in this way and instead just being like, wow, like it's, it's hard to explain, but it was just like, it gave me a level of confidence that I was just like, I know I can attract anything I want. I know I can attract anything I want. Like whatever caliber of men is actually like blowing up my inbox, it doesn't matter because it's just like, you, you to open any kind of app as a person who's been out of the dating scene for so long and just see like tons and tons of messages from men you don't know, who have no idea what you look like, know nothing about you. There's absolutely nothing in my bio. Like, you know nothing about me except I have a forearm. And just the amount of interest that came through from that alone was like kind of mind boggling to me and took me a while to like, be comfortable with that you know what I mean um just because there was so much interest and so I really wasn't expecting it to cater me in this way of just like okay if I really did want to get back in the dating scene I have a lot of confidence in myself that like I would be able to attract what I'm actually looking for you know what I mean it, it because it's just it's just you're tricking your mind into thinking this is some form of reality for you. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't matter if I'm not interested in any of the men. It's checking the app every single day and just seeing like bombarded by messages and not having any attachment to outcome. It tricks your mind into thinking like, fuck, like a lot of guys are really interested in me. And it's just like... It changed my whole thinking and once I really started to embody that because the proof is right there like all of these guys want to talk to me I started really thinking like okay what do I specifically want to attract here what is what am I really seeking because I'm not getting anywhere with these messages like they're not going anywhere I am connecting with some guys but like you know, the, the the conversation just falls flat or it just doesn't go anywhere or it's just like heading in a direction I don't want it to go. So I just started thinking about like, what would I really want to attract if I was on here, you know, actually looking for something? Because I am learning to at least hold space of like something I'm really bad at and um, the, the, the tens of messages that are unread in my Instagram inbox prove this, but like, I'm, I'm bad at like, I'm bad at keeping in touch. I'm bad at checking in on people. I'm bad at small talk. Like those things fall to the wayside for me. It, it's nothing personal. It has nothing to do with anyone else other than me. It's a me issue. But like, the thought of just messaging someone back and forth is like fucking uh, I just I I need conversation to be like face to face that's what makes me happy 
checking in with someone and seeing like what they did last night. I don't know. It just feels so fucking brutal to me. I, it's just me. I know I'm a fucking weirdo, but, um, and I'm sorry to everybody who <laughs> I just have like messages sitting for years in my Instagram inbox. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's me. I fucking guarantee you. It's not you. It's me. I just like suck at responding to people. I love you, but <laughs> I'm just not going to sit there and message back and forth. I don't know. Um, it's, it, it's, it's a flaw. So where was I going? Oh yeah. But like, I don't, I know that having a healthy relationship for me now and something I haven't ever experienced before, like I, I'm really attracted to men that I'm friends with first. I find it really difficult to be attracted to someone on a dating app because I'm not attracted to people's pictures. I'm not attracted to like a few sentences on your bio. So using dating apps is really hard for me because like I'm very much like physical and I like being in person with someone and I like seeing the expressions on your face when I tell you things and I like that I need to see like your face when I'm talking to you and how you, how you're reacting to me and how I'm reacting to you like I like the personal relationship of all of that so and it's difficult for me also like I just find like I would get work crushes a, a lot like crushes on people at work because I was around them all the time and I would get to know them and after I get to know you that's when I really start to find you attractive so it's just difficult to like unless you're like really my type which doesn't exist and physically because <laughs> it's so specific it just doesn't exist but like I'm just not gonna feel it like I'm not gonna be into it so that was another thing it's just like a lot of times you know I have to have that conversation going with someone or some kind of intimacy before I find you attractive and I want to like pursue an actual relationship with you other than that you know like I can have the physical thing but it's not it's probably not going to get like intimate or deep like what I'm looking for now what I'm looking for now is like something a connection where it's just like something I've never experienced before is basically like what I kept putting out to the universe I was just like I just want something different something someone I've never experienced before like someone who can teach me something someone who is you know really set like and stable in their own foundation and they're totally open to me like being a fucking bad shit crazy person and will you know not care about things most people care about um I just wanted to experience someone totally different and this guy started messaging me and it was really simple, just like, hey, how are you? And he just messaged me actually. But now we have this conversation. Let me see when it started. Fucking so many messages, it's insane. My fucking Tinder doesn't even work anymore. Um, so we started messaging on, I think it was the day after my birthday. Okay, yeah, so January 31st, 
Um, so he's 90 miles away from me and his profile says he's a biologist and he, his bio is very like what I would consider vanilla. Um, he talks about how he spends a lot of time with his dog. He's usually like working um, or traveling. And something specifically I saw on his profile was I don't have Snapchat. And if you know, you know, like just so many messages of like the first message to me, a guy's just sending me his Snapchat profile. I don't have Snapchat. And after you get so many fucking messages like that, it's just like fucking murder whoever created Snapchat because I'm so sick of seeing it. So the fact that he specifically put on his profile, I don't have Snapchat. And he also put that he's off the grid. Um, showed me that he's not on here just looking for like ass. You know what I mean? Because most guys with Snapchat are just like want to see nudes of you. So I really like that. I like that he was off the grid. And his first pick... Like he's wearing a flannel, dark features, fucking so sexy. So, so sexy to the point where I was like, this has to be a catfish. But his profile is so basic. And if you've talked to catfish dudes on dating apps before, they have a very specific flow. Like I've talked to a lot of them and they have a very specific flow of like, they're gonna like love bomb you and like charm bomb you and just like tell you how beautiful and gorgeous you are and just like blow smoke up your ass. And then they're gonna try to find out like all of this information about you. So his first picture, I'm just like, he's so fucking hot. Like he has to be a catfish. And then like you scroll through and it's pictures of his dog, pictures of him and his dog. And then like, not necessarily super flattering pictures, like one of him sleeping with his dog, but it's just like, you can scroll through the rest of the pictures and see like, okay, this dude is not a catfish. He does not come off that way at all. But he's so hot. You just think like there has to be something wrong with him. So <laughs> we have been messaging every single day since the 31st. So I guess that's like a week now which is kind of mind blowing to me because I, I don't do that with anybody. And this is just a complete stranger. And he doesn't know anything about me. He didn't, he do, I don't have any kind of like pictures on here so he could see what I look like. And the conversation is so different from what I'm used to. It's very much like we're both really into, you know, cooking. We've both thought about going to culinary school. So we talk about like all of these different ways that we make food and stuff like that. But it's also just like a lot of small talk. And y'all know me, like I'm trying to get in there deep. Like when I really do start conversing with someone and I feel it, like I feel you and I'm into you. Like I want to get into your childhood. I want to get into like that deep shit right off the bat. Like, I'm so into that. I want to analyze you. I want to figure you out. And he's like very guarded. 
So he'll kind of like give me a little bit, but he's not giving me the whole story. And he's even said like, he doesn't know how to talk to people because everybody thinks he's an asshole because he's like really honest. And I was just really attracted to, I like that. And I was just like, fucking be honest with me. You know what I mean? And so we both are really struggling with or say that we're struggling with small talk. Neither of us really know how to like keep a conversation going. Yet every day we're finding time in our day to like message each other. The conversation has not gotten sexual once, which is fucking mind blowing to me. Um, I don't think I've ever in my life had a conversation with a man this long without getting sexual unless it was like a family member. Um, and I don't think I've ever had a conversation with a male family member for that long anyway. <laughs> and it's very simple, like, and then I'll kind of like try to open up to him a little bit about my life. And he doesn't dig, he doesn't pry. It's just, and it's not superficial though. It's just like, you can tell he really takes his time to get to know somebody. Like, I kind of appreciate that and I appreciate like the slowness of that because I think I really need that. Um, but it's really interesting. It's not something I was expecting. I find he's really got a dry sense of humor, which I totally enjoy. And um, we haven't moved, like we haven't exchanged numbers or anything like that. He he's an hour and a half drive away, which isn't a big deal. Like I drive, you know, 150 miles for work when I work, like, and he's traveling all the time and he's, you know, he gets like winters off or something for his job. So he's traveling during the winter time. And then he's like always busy with work at other times. So it's just like, neither of us are, have any kind of perceived outcome or like attachment to any kind of outcome that's going to happen. There's no promise of any kind of sexual relationship or even that we're ever going to meet. Like I did put up um, a picture so he could see me eventually because that just felt like fair to me. <clears throat> and um, he is so insanely hot that I thought <laughs> I was just kind of like, Okay, I put a pickup like by forever now. You know what I mean? Like just kind of joking, but honestly, like just wasn't sure. And, um, but he's still talking to me. So I think it is the fact that like, n neither of us are expecting jack shit to happen from this relationship, but we keep coming back and like talking to each other. And like, he makes me laugh, which, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just very interesting. It's just a very interesting thing to experience now. And whether anything actually comes from it or not, it's teaching me at least how to have that capacity for someone on a daily basis. And like, it is important for people to check in and like check on them and stuff. And it's just like, not for me, but like, I know that's important to other people. So I am like slowly trying to get myself into that way of thinking. 
Um, especially with someone that I'm looking to have a relationship with, you know what I mean? And that I don't want to be based completely around sex. So it's been really, really fascinating. Um, I didn't really expect that. And yeah, I really, really dig it. But okay, how far in? Okay, so to close this episode out, I wanted to do a challenge with you guys. So... You can choose to do the challenge or not, but it's literally gonna be a total of like 35 minutes max out of your week. So if you can do it, I would highly suggest you just try it. I'm also gonna be doing it as well. And then I will share my results on the podcast next week. So the podcast challenge It might seem really cheesy or silly or dumb, but just fucking do it. Like life is silly and dumb. Like just fucking do it. So every morning when you wake up, if you need to set your alarm five minutes early or whatever, I want you to try to take five minutes out as soon as you wake up in the morning. Just do this for a week, five days, whatever you can do. And, but really try for a week. And I want you to not immediately think about all of the shit you have to do today and not immediately think about everything that happened yesterday that you have to stress about or any of that. Like really try to wake up. Don't look at your phone. Don't look at your notifications. Don't look at your social media. Wake up and just give yourself five minutes if you can of uninterrupted silence and try to just take some deep breaths try to clear your mind and don't like put a ton of effort into it just whatever thoughts come up just let them pass through and literally like watch them go out of your mind you know what I mean like it's five minutes out of your day you don't have to put a ton of pressure on yourself if you can't do it you can't do it like But as you do this every single day, it should get easier. So like the first day, the first couple of days might seem like fucking, I can't do this. This is stupid. I'm not going to do it. Stick with it. Like just stick with it. This one time, one week out of your fucking life, 35 minutes out of your third, your whole life. Stick with this and try it. When you wake up, just repeat in your head, something great is going to happen for me today. Don't let any other thoughts like take away from it. Even if you think it's silly, even if you think it's stupid, say it. Something really great is going to happen to me today. And you're probably not going to believe it the first day. You're not going to believe it the second day. But as you do this process, you might actually start believing it. And what I want you to do is on your like text yourself, on your memo notes, on your voice notes, on your phone, some way... Find a way to track the little things that happen in your day that are good. And just start to follow those little things that you take for granted all the time. So like, I'm talking like really simple things. I got all green lights on the way to work this morning. You know, something worked out for me, you know, as a surprise that I wasn't expecting at work. Or just like, just little things that you usually don't even notice because we notice every single little bad thing that happens to us and we keep score, like the body keeps score of that kind of stuff and we always remember and we use that as proof that bad things are gonna continue to happen to us. All this is, is changing 
the bad to the good. That's literally the only thing you're changing. And you're forcing your mind to believe now that actually fucking a lot of good things happen to me throughout my day that I don't acknowledge because I'm so focused on all of the bad things that are happening. Just try it. Um, I know you're gonna feel dumb. I know you're gonna feel like kind of silly, but who cares? Like, just try it for a week out of your life. And like I said, take notice of every little thing that happens that is going your way, that happens in your favor and only track those things. Don't track the bad things that happen. Only track the good things that happen throughout your day. Try to do it as soon as you remember. Like as soon as it happens, try to write it down or, or text yourself in some way. And at the end of the day, I want you to read through those things and just notice how you feel. That's it. Just notice how you feel reading those things. Just notice how it makes you feel. And then keep doing that for seven days. So I'm going to do the same thing. Um, and then I will track my results on the following podcast next week. So just try it. When you wake up every morning, just repeat something great is going to happen to me today. Like whether you believe it or not, just keep saying it in your mind for five minutes in the morning. Take some deep breaths as you're doing it and then just go on about your day. Like, and whenever it happens, track it, text yourself, note it in a voice note, something at the end of the day, reflect on it. Notice how it makes you feel. Do it for seven days. So that's the challenge. Um, yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Already so many downloads on the first episode. I was fucking blown away. I couldn't believe like this was clearly the right choice. Bringing back more than you can chew. You guys have, um, an epic theme song now for every single episode. I'm so excited. I know you are too. And, um, yeah. Yeah. It's been good talking and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.